it's important that you get it imperative you feel it time to focus on the bigger goals mind body and spirit so let's break it down my people come gather around it's time to break free no longer will we be bound by these generational curses and circumstances we only moving forward progressing major advancements See, nothing that we speak in is facetious. You gotta see yourself the same way to say you see us. He came down from his throne room to free us. You, you, you know we had to cap it off with Jesus. Edge life, you're too close to the ledge. We gon' push you forward a few steps ahead. Whoa, gotta get it in your head. Welcome to that edge life. Hey, listen, if y'all can't tell already, uh, it has been an amazing, 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 ama- like amazing Easter Sunday, man. And uh, I will just say this to all of you all right now. Happy Resurrection Day. Happy Easter Sunday. All that good stuff, man, because today has been an amazing, amazing day, man. So, 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 so welcome to the Edge Life. I, I think this is like volume episode. I have no idea. 16, 17. Something. I mean, we've been doing, you know, we've been doing this sort of thing for a while. And I was telling somebody the other day, I think um, it was our next, according to guests, yes. um, how like this was not something that I wanted to do at all. And now, you know, I did not want to be on video. I did not want to hear my voice. I mean, and now like I really look forward to the opportunity to share and hang out with you guys yeah. and yeah. also just to be in the, you know, in your presence. We're like so close, I'm you know? You, hey, it, hey. I like being close I to remember you, when I was little though, like <laughs> how many of y'all had a cassette deck? A cassette. And you had the two that had, you know, one you could like play something on yeah. and you could record we'll on record the other. Another. Yeah. Man, I have there are maybe somewhere in my parents house they may have some cassette tapes like my sister and I used to literally like record ourselves playing so shout out to my sister uh Jen Cronin if you remember this you know you gotta <laughs> like it you gotta share it out but anyways we used to like record ourselves playing we right. would play house or whatever we would play and we would literally like record us the whole time they so would just listen to the audio if you did that that's old school if you did that, let us know, like, in the chats. Yeah, we would listen. We would go back and, like, listen to I'm ourselves. You, that's old school right there. I don't know. Did Is you ever you? do that? No, I, I never listened, like, just listen to my I did, and I would my, listen to myself. my voice, and no, it was I, like, oh, I, I, is I that what say, I sound like? I will mm. say, we did use a tape recorder, but we recorded, like, the radio, and we would play it back and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I did that, too. Did you do, like, you ever do, like, the, the forward and, 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 and play and make it, like, go slow so you can, like, Learn like, the words. Learn the words. Yeah. I did not do that to learn the words, but I did it just because, you know, it sounded interesting. <laughs> but still sometimes, like, there's still those songs yeah. where you still scratch your head. You're like, you look at the lyrics and you're like, there did is they, no way it says that. Mama say, mama sa, mama kusa. Yeah. That's not really you know? what it says, by the way. <laughs> yeah. My, my Aunt Terry, shout out to my Aunt Terry. She used to, um, she used to say, I can't remember who's saying, White Snake. Pour some sugar, and it says on me, yeah. right? And she say on legs. On legs. Yeah. Why would you put sugar <laughs> on legs? I mean, she said pour some sugar on legs. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know why you do that. Wow, that that is wow. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. 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 Well, I don't well, know even know where that came from. So yeah, yeah, that that was that was a bit random. But it, <laughs> we we've been in the house just like you all quarantine. Um, for how, how long have we been like inside? So now? what's today? The 12th? Yeah. I, I've lost count. Some, or is it the 13th? Yeah. Anyways. It's, yeah. One of those so days. like literally a month to the day. Wow. Yeah. So it was a Friday, um, yep. the 13th 
Um, and that was, yeah, the first day of our quarantine. Because we actually sheltered pretty much or quarantined prior to the court, or not the court, <laughs> the court order. I got court <laughs> on my brain. Um, but we we did it before we were ordered to, you know, yep. because my mom um, has stage four COPD and emphysema. Mm-hmm. And so it was really important to me early on to make sure that I protect her. And if for any reason, yeah. you know we were needed that we were available we could do that right. right right so that was important our kids you know they're still loathing and despising us and hating us but you know it's whatever it's all good today was awesome T- today was awesome. happy resurrection sunday and, and listen not only did we have um, an amazing amazing church service this morning with crossover church atl um, had a whole bunch of uh, like surprises and things like that at church service. We did it online. It was it was really awesome. But after church service, man, look, my wife she literally put her pinky toe in this turkey, this ham. Man, the the dinner was amazing. All the children were able to. They actually came up and, and they sat down with us and hung out with us. So that that was really really awesome. They just so. come up and eat. Well, they, that's what they do. They do like they to just eat. show up for food and then they disappear <laughs> shortly thereafter. And I have to let you know, I mean, just all seriousness, um, I got to confess, it wasn't the pinky toe. <laughs> which which one was it? It was the whole foot. <laughs> like, she really got busy today, y'all. Like, no, like yeah, I, I enjoy, I she do enjoy busy. cooking. I really yeah. do. It's something I do. But y'all have to let you know. So right now with the pandemic, you you need to order your groceries. Right. But when I was ordering the groceries, it must have been when everybody in a mom and them was ordering groceries. And so in order to get our groceries, it literally I ordered them on a Sunday mm-hmm. and tried to wait for an earlier time and woke myself up early Monday morning to do so. And it was a later time. Yeah. So instead of getting them on Thursday, I was forced, relegated all the way to Friday. So literally five full days before we could get our groceries. Yep. So I ordered from two places, some things from Kroger and some things from Walmart. Then, y'all, they did not bring my turkey. I wanted a bone-in turkey breast. I wanted the real deal. I don't want that turkey loaf. Right. What is that anyways? I don't even want to know. Don't even tell me. But I wanted a bone-in turkey breast. Right. But it didn't come. So I braved the Rona, y'all. She got up. I put a hat on. I put my glasses on. I put my mask on. I put my jacket that zipped. <laughs> you go. You were out there looking like a robber. And That's for my <laughs> family, y'all, I braved the Rona. <laughs> and I not only did I score a turkey breast bone in, yes. but I brought home a 25-pound ham. Yeah, it's a big old ham. Big old ham. I, I told I told Carrie I said uh, I think we're gonna have ham for a couple of days now because uh no it's like in a small container oh like so we devoured it then that thing the Christmas cookies were in yeah 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 mm. so mm. food doesn't last around here y'all <laughs> my children by like I think Wednesday night they literally thought they were gonna die they're like we're gonna die there's no food here and I'm like does, no does y'all anybody else, does anybody else have children who are eating you out of a house and home right now because I, again I, I know ours are literally eating us out of of a house and home we're spending four hundred dollars it seems like every oh, it was week five, it, it, five yeah it, it, it was it's been five every two weeks typically you know I I have a budget I do like 180 one week and 220 kind of the next week 
sometimes um, I can stretch a little bit longer, et cetera. But like with going every two weeks, like literally it has been right at, you know, about $500. And then the bad part about that is it's gone. Mm. Like day one, I see them open and everything. Yeah. I'm like, all right, y'all can be starving again. Yep. Yep. Starving again. So check this out, y'all. Today we we are actually jumping into an entirely new, new series. segment. We're, we're really really excited about it. The new series is called "How to Stand Out in a World Where Everyone Is Sitting, sitting down, down." Right. So so as we're talking about how to stand out, literally in that world where everybody is sitting down, you know, there there's so many things that that you have to be able to do and. And, and I really just want to jump into this today. And there are a couple of reasons. Number one, because we got four things that we want to share with you all on today. Um, that's the first reason I want to do it. But the second reason is because, like, literally, I think we have, like, a big old storm. There's like a tornado, tornado type thing Like one county away. This way. So our children are, like, downstairs right now. So we're trying to get this thing out. We uh, ain't skirt. Yeah, we ain't skirt. We ain't skirt. But we do want to make sure we get downstairs with, with the children also. So today, again, we're talking about things that, that will help you to stand out, things that will, will help you to separate yourselves from the pack. You know, the reality is there are like 8 billion people in this world, right? Especially yeah. nowadays because everybody's online, everybody's doing this kind of thing. How in the world can you stand out? How in the world can you make yourself different from other people? How in the world can you have people drawn to you? And, and that's really what we're talking about. So if, if yeah. you're trying to figure that out, you know, how to stand out, if you know somebody who's trying to stand out or you know they need to stand out, make sure that they check this out because for the next month we're going to give you four and some bonuses every single week um, for tips, um, some practical things that you can actually do um, to make yourself stand out. And I yeah. really believe if, if you do them, it'll, it'll, it'll work. If you work the principles, the principles will work, right? Right. So, and, go ahead. And I was just going to say I, I think it even goes like beyond just trying to stand out. Um, and differentiate yourself yep. from other people. But I, you know, I believe that you literally were born to stand out there. Yeah. You're an anomaly. Yeah. God did not create anyone that's exactly like you, even identical twins. There are still differences. Yeah. You know, if you've ever known a set of identical twins, like if you've known them enough, you can tell them apart. Right. So we were born to stand out. In mm -hmm. fact, scripture calls us to stand out. Romans 12 and 2 yep. tells us to not be conformed. Right. So everybody else is cookie cutters. Like mm -hmm. literally everybody else is trying to be the same. When you, when you follow, you know, um, the culture, mm -hmm. um, fashion, all these sorts of things. Like, it's so funny to me because they're like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm different. I mean, well, everybody else is trying to be saying the same thing. just the same way. Right. And so the only way to be different is to be true to you and who God created you to be. And that's why we were given a command. Right. It says be it, you know, it's not like, well, if you want to, you know, it says be ye not. Mm -hmm. So that be tells me that there is a directive that has been given. Don't be conformed. Right. Don't be like everybody else. Yeah. Don't be conformed to this world. And then it goes on in first Peter chapter two. And like literally God says that his people are not only chosen, mm -hmm. but they're peculiar. Yeah. You know, and here's here's the problem. You know why people aren't standing out? Why? Because they're afraid to be peculiar. Mm, nobody wants to be different. <laughs> yeah, like go back to high school. <laughs> you do not want to be the peculiar kid. Yeah. Oh, God told me to be peculiar. Nobody wants to be peculiar in right, high school right, sitting, right. you know, by themselves. Right. 
but literally he called, he's called us to be peculiar. And it may mean that sometimes you're by yourself. Right. Like that literally means like you can't be indifferent. Right. You have to be a difference. Mm. Somebody you, need to write that one down right there. Put that in the chat feature for us, right? Yes, you can't be indifferent. You have to be the difference. That's right. And you were created to be the difference. And we mm -hmm. say this all the time on here is that literally you were created to solve a mm -hmm. particular problem mm -hmm. in this world. You are a solution. And no one is just like you. And no one can do it the way that you can do it and do the things that you do. So that's right. You are already a standout. And so over the next four weeks, what we're going to do is just help you to discover that and to move confidently in it. Mm -hmm. And that's the first one. Yep. To be confident. Be confident. That 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 literally is the first thing that that, you know, we're we're called to do is is to be confident. And and confidence is an amazing thing because there, there's power in the ability to be confident, right? Absolutely. You know, you know I, I remember uh, a couple, probably about a month or so ago. Um, you know, we were we were in Florida, and we were <laughs> we we were at a conference. And while while we're at the conference, I'll, I'll never forget. You know, my wife and I, we we had this epiphany moment. Um, she was like, she wanted to do the slingshot ride, and I don't know if you've ever seen the the slingshot ride. That, that's that ride that literally launches you. I forgot how far up, but it's like 100 miles an hour. It's launching you straight up in the air. And 20? Is it 20,000? I, I don't all, all I know is wisdom told me, <laughs> no, don't do not do that. that I throw that, wisdom to the wind. Yeah, that, that is not <laughs> wisdom. But, but my wife, she had this thing. She's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So long story short. Um, she tried to convince me, but again, wisdom said no. I so, did convince someone. So, so well, we, we, we wound up getting a, a friend of ours, Demetrius McIntosh. Shout yeah, out Demetrius. Yeah, he was like, yeah, I'll Demetrius do it. is like, yeah, I'll do it. Now, honestly, I'm not sure if Demetrius really believed that Karen was going to do it. I, I think he thought she was just bluffing. <laughs> don't, don't try so, to bluff me, y'all. <laughs> so, so literally. I got a good poker face. <laughs> don't try to bluff me, y'all. Literally, you know, we're done with the conference and we're like, you know, I'm egging it on now, right? I'm like, I'm like, hey, D, mm -hmm. you you gonna go totally hit, up, was hit, hit up the uh hit up the 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 slingshot? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do it. I was like, okay, boom, let's go. So he got nervous, I think, a little bit, but Carrie was like, let's go, I'm I'm ready, and and she went to the slingshot. Literally, when we got there, I looked up at this thing, and it it confirmed in my spirit and in my <laughs> shanana. I was not supposed to be riding that thing, but, but it was okay for me. But but Carrie was like, "Yeah, let, let's let's do it." Now, your spirit I, didn't tell you don't let your wife do it. No, my spirit told me to take out my camera. So <laughs> this is what my spirit told me to do. But but so y'all y'all don't believe me, man. So I, I want to show you what confidence looks like. Oh my god! So check this out. This is Carrie and Demetrius. Y'all, I did not know this. The slingshot. So y'all check this can out. Can they hear me?
Now, <laughs> I, 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 I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this. this y'all saw real quickly why I did not do it. But again, as we're talking <laughs> about confidence, this one right here, oh my gosh, this one right here was ready. She was she did not flinch. You saw Demetrius almost passed out in, in the video. <laughs> <laughs> Leave Demetrius alone. But but this That's one my on the dog. other hand, this one on the other he hand, he rode with me. Confidence, man. So you know, I was like, okay. So the thing that got me the most was I was thinking about when you go like upside down. So you sling all the way up. Right. But then it literally like flips over in the air and then you're like coming down this way um, because you flip. And so I was like, oh, man, because I'm small. So when you flip, <laughs> like you just and Demetrius is small, too. So when you flip, it's just like you against that little thing. They click down in brace, front of you. Yeah. yeah. So you're like, man, I'm be holding on tight. So. You can see, like, at the moment that I flip, like, I literally, like, just kind of let go, and I just embrace it. Yeah. And um, that moment right there was so, like, it was like the pinnacle. It was so surreal. Mm -hmm. Like, I've always just wanted to be able to fly. Y'all, I'm okay. I'm really okay. I won't jump off the roof or anything. But just that feeling of just, like, sheer freedom. It was right. just, it was absolutely amazing. But, you know, to speak to confidence, even though I didn't know that my video was going to be in this video, um, in this podcast today. So, um, yeah, if you're listening to the podcast, you have to come back to Edge and Associates on Facebook and watch the video so that you can laugh. But you see, I'm taking the deep breath. Like, yeah. I'm literally just, like, preparing myself. Yeah. And a lot of confidence, like, well, not all, a lot of confidence, all of confidence has mm -hmm. to do with, like, that self like self-preparation, right, like right. really being prepared right? Um, and, you know, just taking charge of a thing with confidence. Like I could, you can't go into that thing like half-hearted or you probably will pass out. Like yeah. you, you just need, you got to be ready. And, like, the, and you got to embrace it. The reality is if you, if you go back and you look at the videos of the slingshot, there are so many people who pass out <laughs> as they're, uh, you know, being shot up. I forgot how high. They're passing out, but I would go out on a limb to say they they were not ready when they when they got there. And, and I think that's a part of it too. Like you, if you've watched the videos and you've yeah. seen other people like look ridiculous or pass out or whatever, the more and more you see that and rehearse it, yeah, you know they're not gonna show you. My our video probably did not make it onto anything because it really wasn't funny. It just exuded, you know, like. Hey, they they were good. Right, right. So, you know, a whole lot of people probably didn't like it, but it's the one where everybody's screaming and they lose their hair and yep. somebody throws up yep. and, you know, they're cussing like a sailor. Right. That people see that, right? And I think when we rehearse, like, negative things or negative expectations, it mm -hmm. lowers the outcome. And so one of the things that I always tell people is that you need to rehearse in your mind, like, the positive things. Absolutely. You know, see yourself there. Right. It's, it's winning that, that visualization, yeah. right? See yourself there winning. And yeah. if you can envision yourself winning, 
then you can walk in with confidence into any situation, regardless of what it is, whether it's an interview, yep. whether it's having a difficult conversation with a teenager. I can't, yep. can't imagine why that's in the forefront of my mind, <laughs> you know, or anything, you know, where there's a level of fear or right. even some real, real fears, yeah. you know, some safety things, you know, you walk in with a level of confidence as a former Leo, like that was the big thing. Like your presence is the first um, you know, line of protection, but it's also the first use of force. Right. And the reason why it's the first use of force is because if study after study has shown, like if you look like you got it all together, people are probably not going to mess with you. Right. And right. so that's down to everything, the way you, way you talk, walk, what you're wearing, how you present yourself as the whole package. Absolutely. And so you need to always have it together. You know, that slouchy or, mm -hmm. you know, you look unconfident. Mm hmm it's going to be on. Right. So and, be and, the part, be and, the full thing, like embody that confidence. And, and to that point, you know, no matter where you go, when you can exude confidence, confidence is contagious, it right? Is. So, so when you are confident, there are other people around you who will catch on to that confidence that, that, that you have and that you present. Um, I'll never forget. Um, I was in a classroom and I was actually doing a presentation skills course. And in the presentation skills course, you know, we're teaching people how to use their body language, how to exude that confidence. And, and the people that had to come back and do a 15 to 20 minute presentation, um, this one guy got up, I'll never forget. He did a presentation about golf. And as he did his presentation about golf, he's talking and he's talking about the golf balls and the divots in the golf balls and and how, you know, the divots in the golf ball will um, dictate how far the golf ball can go and all this stuff. Hmm. And, and so he makes this statement. He says, on average, each golf ball has 220 divots in it. And he said it so smooth, but something inside of my mind was like 220 <laughs> divots and that little bitty ball that that's like. I'm, you know, I'm trying to count them. I'm like, one, two, three, four, how many can go around? So literally after the presentation, you know, I'm, I'm giving him his feedback, the whole nine yards. And I said, I, I just had one question. Are there really 220 divots in the golf ball? He said, no, nah, I forgot the number. So I just made one up. Right. And I was like, oh my gosh. But, but he was so confident about it. He was so sold smooth, you. but he sold me yeah. on it. And not only me, but the entire room was sold on it. And honestly, if I would not have asked, probably everybody would have left saying there are 220 Yeah, they would have been divots. walking around talking about, man, did you <laughs> did know there are 200 divots? You know? 220 exactly. divots on a golf ball. And we're not telling you to lie. Right, no, But right. we're telling you that when you present yourself in a certain way, right. you know, right. and you just – you roll with it. You know, you might be doing a speech and you forget all your notes. Right. Like take a deep breath. Like I did on that slingshot yep. and just literally like throw your hands up and embrace and it. Go with like, it. you know, I've heard of people like just freezing, yeah. you know, PowerPoint won't work. Yeah. You yeah. know, they, they trying to reschedule. Like, look, if this is your lane and this is what you're supposed to be, they yep. ain't no rescheduling. Yep. You better plan and prepare for every situation. Yep. And have the confidence that no matter what happens, you've already thought about what's going to happen before it happens and you're prepared and you're ready. Well, and you said something, planning and preparing, yeah. because those two things go hand in hand with mm -hmm. confidence, right? So confidence is that feeling that you have. Planning and preparation will give you the positive feeling. So if, if I know that I'm doing a presentation on tomorrow, I'm planning and preparing. Studies show that you should plan two to three times 
as much as the as long as the presentation is. So if I'm doing a 10 minute presentation, I need to prepare two to three times whatever that is right. so that I can feel good about it. So I can feel confident. So if the PowerPoint breaks down, if I freeze up, like whatever happens, I, I know my stuff. Right. right. You can't you can't just get in the midst of the moment and go to utilize a tool and realize you haven't right. trained enough or you're not prepared enough to use it. Right, right. I mean, woo, that'll speak to any profession. But I know, you know, like in law enforcement, you're mm -hmm. talking about presenting, but yeah. you know, just being prepared, knowing where everything no, is. There's yep. like muscle memory on things. Absolutely. And so when you prepare yourself and like he said, you know, you need to prepare. Yep. Practice, practice, practice. Yep. Um, yep. so that you are ready. So that muscle memory just takes over and that confidence and, and I'm sure with that man and the ball, yeah. the divots, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, it just took over. It just took over, and he just he just rolled on with it. Well, and, and you said something, um, you know, it's, again, talking about confidence. You know, Alan Iverson said practice. We practice. We're talking about practice. But, but practice. I'm a franchise player. Exactly. We talk about practice. But practice is key, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I think about even, you know, when I played high school and college football, right, we practice literally three, four hours a day, right? Watching films on the field every single day for a game that lasts maybe two, two and a half hours, right? But, but here's the thing. Yeah. Even in that practice, though, you didn't practice new things every practice. You went back to the basics yeah, you, you in every practice. Yeah, you practice the same thing. I, I'll never you go back to the basics, you know, the universal athletic stance. Yeah. You go over that yeah. every single time. Yeah, and I'll never forget our coach one day. He got mad at us, and he literally made us run the same play probably for two hours. And he would say his line was, "Run it again, mm. run it again." It's not what you want to hear the coach say. No, it's not what you want to hear the coach <laughs> say. But here's the crazy thing: come game time, we ran that same play probably 20, 25 times, probably scored three times, mm. and had a lot of big gains because it went back to that muscle memory. Muscle memory. We knew what to do. Right? There was no situation that we hadn't been put in that we couldn't overcome. And, mm -hmm. and that's what practice does. But we are like literally we went in and we knew that if he called this play, I was on a popping mm -hmm. because we're confident in that thing. That's right. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. That's so, right. But if you're planning and you're preparing, you're going to be ready and confidence is going to come forth. What's so, number two? Number two. Let, let's, let's talk about number two because number two is is a good one. Number it kind of leads is, into the. Yeah, it's all about discipline, discipline right? And being disciplined. Oh, man. That's, woo, come on, somebody. I, I know when, when we're talking about discipline, literally, we're talking about your ability to, to, to stay focused, your ability not to, to, to jump ship. You know, for example, and I'll, I'll use myself as, as an example. Um, I'm glad you're using yourself as an example since you I, uh, put my video out there. Well, well <laughs> hey, y'all, um, you know there is payback, right? <laughs> I'm not even worried about payback right now. But, but vengeance is your wife, discipline, the Lord. Discipline, discipline. I, I, I am not the type of person who likes to just sit and do the same thing over and over and over again, right? Um, that's part Truth. of the reason why I don't like fishing. And I know that's like a sin for some of y'all, right? But somebody I, help me. I don't, I don't, I don't like to fish because that, you know, throwing and casting the line out there and allowing the line to just sit there. In my mind, I'm like, it should be doing something. Like, like it. <laughs> It is doing it something. Should be doing something. Wriggling you know around I mean? down there. But in my mind, so so I'll never forget. You know, we we talk in one of our episodes about you know how Carrie took me me fishing, and my fishing technique was I would throw it out there and I would reel it back in. I would 
throw it out there and I really because in my mind I'm like it should be doing something. If it's not doing nothing, it's not productive and it was not fun because it wasn't doing anything. But but what I learned is that there's a discipline mm. that comes. But like you literally not only do you throw it out there, but you gotta be willing to to wait it out and be patient and and allow the thing that you throw out to do the work that it was supposed to do. See, I I'm not I'm not real good at that. And that's part of the reason I'm not a good fisherman, right? Discipline is tough. Yeah. He does like change all the time consistently, yep. but you can still master discipline. There's a scripture in the Bible in the book of Proverbs, and I'm just going to paraphrase it, says that uh, a man basically without self-discipline is like a city without walls. Mm -hmm. So what that means is that it has no way to defend itself. Mm -hmm. And so when you're without discipline, there's no way to defend or protect yourself right. from whatever may happen in the world. Like you have to be disciplined. You have to be in the zone. You have to be working. You have to be preparing yourself. Right. You have to be focused. Or literally, you know, Philip always say, if you aim at nothing. You'll hit it every time. You'll hit it every time. Yep. And so you have to have an aim. You have to have a goal. You can't just live like aimlessly in life and you know, that's that's the issue or the problem with so right. many people is that they lack anything to exert their discipline towards. Mm. So do you have something to be disciplined about? Um, and if not, you 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 need to, um, because otherwise you're like a city without without walls. Um, you know, I remember back from about 2011 until I went to work at the sheriff's office in like to 2013, like that was probably where I really learned a whole lot of self-discipline, you mm -hmm. know, becoming, becoming a personal trainer mm -hmm. and interacting with people and seeing how people deal with living, living in self-discipline yeah. or coming under that self-discipline yeah. levels of accountability. I mean, you, you need somebody to help you be accountable for these sorts of things. And, you know, being the person who's kind of the about accountability buddy, you know, to mm -hmm. let somebody know, um, that, Hey, you know, you're straying away from your goal, da, 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 da. Right. that can be tough sometimes. Like people don't want to hear that. Right. Um, and a lot of times it's not that you don't know, it's just that you don't, you don't want to. And right. so you got to get your want to, mm -hmm. um, submitted, you know, to the goal, the plan mm -hmm. and, and discipline that want to, cause our want to, mm -hmm. or our will can be very, very unruly. And honestly, in my years of being a personal trainer, I found very few people that were committed enough to themselves to really make the progress that mm. they wanted to. Yeah. And you know, that's so sad. Yeah. I mean, it, it was probably less than 20% of the people that I worked with and I worked with hundreds. Right. Um, they were really committed enough to themselves to get the progress that they wanted. Very few, very, very few. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, the, the, the other thing about discipline is, um, especially when we talk about entrepreneurs or, you know, just just people in life or people in business. Um, a lot of times, as as opposed to being as opposed to being focused in on that goal as you spoke about, and and getting there in the process, many times we focus in on our feelings. Yeah, you get and, wrapped up in the feelings. Right. So 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 it's like feelings so deep in my feet. Oh, I'm sorry. Y'all see what I deal with. <laughs> Y'all see what I deal with. So so people are getting caught up in their feelings, right? So so it's like. Well, I don't feel like I'm progressing, or I, I don't feel like I'm I'm getting there, or I don't feel like I'm moving. So that feeling makes people stop. Well, and in addition to that, people are very impulsive. Yeah, yeah. Like you were saying, like you like change. Yeah. 
but discipline requires routine. And, mm -hmm. and I will tell you that we need a good, healthy balance of change because mm -hmm. that's inevitable, but right. also just routine and mm -hmm. consistency um, and being very disciplined. I mean, I, I think maybe I shared last week how, you know, my schedule's kind of been off mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's put me off with like my sleep. I never have problems sleeping at night, but right. lately I have been because, you know, we have been pretty disciplined at least like, you know, three days a week to be up at like four o'clock and at the gym and da da da. There's no reason to be up at four. Right. Right. I mean, we're working from the house and we can't go to the gym. Right. So it's, it's kind of put me off. So I, I, you know, I agree with the feelings and it's because people are so impulsive. Mm -hmm. It's again, it goes back to that, that will. So, so let me, let me ask you this as, as a personal trainer, as someone, and, and those of you, you probably know, my wife is extremely disciplined um, and she can, she can just like focus in, like I've never seen anybody be able to, to lock in Unless and focus it's reading. in, you know, now I, I will say this, like, <laughs> Like if we're driving, if we're driving late at night and, and, and you need somebody to like rock with you, this one right here, I don't know what she does, but she turns something on and off. She's like, I am not going to sleep. I am so focused on getting wherever it is safe. She can, she can I turn mama bear on like yeah. mama bear will protect her cubs and her, her grizzly bear. <laughs> so, um, so, so let me ask you this, like, mm -hmm. like what are some things people can do or, or do, do you have any things that you've done to, to really lock in mm -hmm. on, you know, to be disciplined. And the first thing is whatever that goal, um, whatever, first of all, you got to start with the vision. Like what do you see as the final product? Okay. Make sure that that thing is very specific. Right. Okay. Make sure that, you know, it's a, obtainable and your goals should be that those things also, but your vision has to be realistic. All right. Mm -hmm. Whatever that vision is, write it down, you know, it, you write it down with the end in mind, mm -hmm. but then back up from there. So this is my, my big vision. This mm -hmm. is what I want to achieve. And then begin to back it up from there and look at the steps that it takes to get there. Yeah. And make them small. And I tell people this all the time, celebrate the tiny victories. That's like really every good. single day, yep. you should have a tiny victory, at least one. Um, I was um, counseling with someone uh, just this weekend, and we were working on um, wholeness. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And one of the things that I, that I reminded her that she needed to do was to write down those tiny victories, like, in the morning. Yeah. And then at night, like, book in your day with, like, this spirit of gratitude. Yeah, that's And give yourself something to celebrate, mm -hmm. all right? And some people need that reinforced as well. So mm -hmm. we naturally, the mm -hmm. way we are wired, we need rewards. Mm -hmm. Like, our body reacts um, based off of rewards. Right. So if we know something good's going to happen, then you're more than likely to get the outcome. And mm -hmm. that's why we put things off, too, because it's a, a – a negative coping mechanism mm -hmm, is to mm -hmm. put things off because it's going to be painful to get in the gym, right? Right. Like you want the beach ready bod, but, but you don't, don't want do the pain work. this morning because <laughs> right. you, you're not up to it. But tomorrow you're going to be up to it. And then tomorrow going to come around. You're like, eh, you know, right, right. that beach body ain't really that important. Right. So then you start compromising, but you're less likely to compromise if you reward the behavior that you want. Right. So simple things like if it's working out, like have yourself like a reward jar, you know, put mm -hmm. a buck in there however much you want to mm -hmm. every time you work out and then buy yourself something to reinforce what you're trying That's to good. achieve, whether it be more better, you know, workout shoes, workout clothes, you feel great in, or maybe it's what you're going to wear at the beach when you got the beach ready body. Right. But the biggest thing is to have a vision. Again, like I said before, most people don't have something realistic to yeah. strive for. 
And even if they do, they don't know, they don't have the goals or the, all, I like to call them altars. Right, right. Those little tiny victories along the way and celebrate. So right. those are really the three steps, vision, goals, and celebrate along the way. Uh, I love it. And, and I just want to reiterate one of the things that I heard you say, celebrate the small goals, right? Yeah. The, the little things, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's, it's amazing. You know, one of my mentors, David Chance, back in the day, he said this, he said, take the big goal and break it down into those manageable steps, mm -hmm. right? Reverse engineer that yep. thing. And, and if when we do those kinds of things, it helps us to be to be disciplined, to be able to walk the thing all the way out. Mm -hmm. The other thing that I, I would I would just say, and I, I want to just talk about this just for a few moments with you. Um, you know, I, I get a lot of people and, and we talk to Oh my God, bunches of people. And they always tell us, Oh, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm believing for. You know, I, I've asked myself many times, like, do people just say things just to say them? Be, be, because here, here's the question. Like if we really wanted what we said we wanted, or if we really wanted to do what we said we wanted to do, wouldn't we do that if it was that important? Right. For, 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 Here's the thing. You see what I'm saying? For, for example, if, you know, I, I've seen many people, you know, the doctor said, oh, if, if you don't lose this weight, okay, you, come you, on. you will, you're going to die. Mm -hmm. and, and guess what? Miraculously, they find the wherewithal inside of them. Some of them. To be able to do it. Some of them. Some of them do, right? And some of them don't. Some of them get that word and they don't. Because it's, so, so when it's important to you, do you, and will you do those things? kinds of things right you know it, it's it's crazy because i again and i'm asking this question for for all of us like like i've said a hundred thousand times that i want to lose weight like for real but 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 the reality is even though i've said it a hundred thousand times i haven't like executed you know what i'm mm -hmm. saying now now i will say this by the bus shameless plug i have this week i've been doing real real good y'all been working out. I worked out all five days this week in the house, like getting busy, like, and I'm seeing the results. And, and honestly, I didn't even tell my wife this. Like I was in the mirror on yesterday and I was like, you know, start looking at yourself. And I was like, yeah, hey. yeah I'm feeling, feeling, feeling pretty good about myself, which led me to, you know, getting more water as opposed to some Kool-Aid, you know what I'm saying? So, so, so that, that's a good thing. Those are the small victories. But the question is like, do people really want it? I think that's the question that you have to ask yourself. And that's why I said when we go and we look at the goal, or, or I mean the vision, you know, it, it has to be realistic. Like it can't just be out there. Like you can't be striving for something that somebody else wants for you. Right. Like it has to be something that you want for yourself. And I, I think sometimes there is this pressure that people feel mm. to achieve certain things that are not really the vision for your life. Right. It's someone else's vision superimposed um, on your life. And what I would say to that is that's like trying to wear someone else's prescription mm. and navigate through life. Yeah. Your perspective is going to always be off. And though you can see, you don't see well, you don't wow. see properly. Yeah. And so things are out of focus. And mm. that's why they you don't have the desire or the will yeah. to remain disciplined. Yeah. Because you're everything's out of focus because you're trying to wear someone else's prescription mm. for your life. That that's a great analogy and a great visual because I don't know, have you ever put on somebody else's glasses? I have. <laughs> right, right. That that is a great way to think about this thing. Is is it really what you want? Or is mm -hmm. it what somebody wants for you or somebody else spoke 
to you mm-hmm. if somebody else tried to put on you. That That's real good. That's real good. So look, let, let's jump on this third one real quick here. Let's jump on the third one. The third one is, is, is pretty good. And I like this one a lot. It's really about being conscious, conscious. right? Being, being conscious. And when we talk about being conscious, it's, it, it's about, you know, being able to be on time, honor your commitments, being prepared, right? Uh, um, being able to, to be there, like really understand what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we, we picked up on pieces and components of that. All of these are so like closely associated, yeah. but to me, consciousness is just being intentional. Yeah, I like that. And it's having respect, mm. not only for yourself, but for other people. Like, if you're going to be a standout, like, you you better be there before everybody else is. Mm. I always tell my children, sit in the fl- front of the classroom. Yes. Like, I was always, like, I was not that, that great of a student um, before, really before college, you know, I guess I was, you know, about average in high school, but one of the things that was instilled in me, just a shout out Mercy Academy in Louisville, Kentucky, woo, woo, go Jags. Um, one of the things that was instilled to me in me, um, was just to be conscious, you know, mm-hmm. having that intentionality. And when I went to college, man, I was always, I always tried to be upfront. Yeah. Um, I always wanted to be the person prepared. I know I went, it was funny because for the first time ever, y'all ever, I ended up in this meeting um, a couple weeks ago and I had dropped my pen on the way in. Mm. Now I'm still old school. I like to write notes or to mm-hmm. have something to write with all the time, even though you have a smartphone, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I had dropped my pen and I was so embarrassed that I had to ask for a pen mm. because I felt like I was unprepared and I felt yeah. like I'm not leading. And even though it wasn't my meeting, mm-hmm. I wasn't in charge. I really wasn't anybody in the meeting. Yeah. I didn't have a pen and I felt unprepared. Like, you know, of course I didn't beat myself up, you know, or whatever, but I'm just using that example to say, whatever it is, it's in the small things. Yeah. It's in the detail of things that you need to be conscious and again, it's it's about like respecting yourself and respecting others. Like I have zero for you if you can't show up on time. Right. Like if you are consistently and perpetually late mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or leaving early or mm-hmm. whatever, that, you know, timeliness to me is like a, a big deal. My dad would always say timeliness is next to godliness. Absolutely. So my grandfather was in the Navy. And so it's just kind of always yeah. ins- instilled in me. But, you know, that that conscience. Con- being conscientious of that it brings honor it brings yeah. honor to yourself when you're yeah. prepared and it brings honor to other people you know i i can remember because i did some training at the sheriff's office and i'm sure you can relate to this mm-hmm. just those people who come into a classroom you know and they're supposed to be coming into a learning environment and they're mm-hmm. just there's nothing conducive or conscientious about them coming into that right. learning environment. You right, know, right. you're sleeping, you're on, you're answering your phone in the middle of a class or. Oh, that, that, that always used to get Ooh, me. That is so disrespectful. In the, in the front room. <laughs> like, like literally. And having a hello. conversation. Yeah, like, hello. <laughs> hey, yeah, that, you know, and it's like pookie in them. It that's ain't like an emergency. Yeah. Like, you know, that's be respectful up. enough to like, you know, Grab the phone and wait to answer it till you get out. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's maybe that's just me. Well, let, let let's do this because um, you know, we we've been we've been talking today, and I think we laid out three of the four, and and we'll we'll come back and pick up 
that fourth one on on next week. But what I what I do want to do because we we've laid out so much for him today. I do just want to I just want to pray and, and just b- because at the end of the day, this is about standing out, right? This is about tips and tools to help you to be able to stand out from the crowd. Be a standout. Be who God has called, called you, to, you be. to be, right? So so that's what we really want. So Carrie, I'm just gonna ask if you can just. Pray for the people, man. Pray for those folks who are watching us right now. Maybe some people are, you know, having some issue. Maybe they're having some trouble standing out, right? Maybe they're having some trouble really digging deep and asking the question, God, who who did you really call me to be? So so we just want you to pray, pray for the people um, that they would stand out and be who God would call them to be. Yeah, we can do that. <sighs> Heavenly Father, Lord, we just um We ask you, Lord, to give us the confidence, God, to stand out amongst the crowd, Lord God. When everyone is sitting down, Lord, when everyone is being indifferent, Lord, let us be the voice of truth. Let us be the stand-ups, God, amongst the sit-downs, Lord. Let us walk confidently, God, in the things that you have called us to walk in, Lord. And God, if there are those um, under the sound of my voice, God, that are confused about what that is and what it looks like, Lord, just let them know that they can just keep walking, God, and that they will find that place, Lord God, to just keep working at getting into a deeper relationship with you, God, and keep working on your behalf, Lord God, and keep being, God, the very best that they can be at everything that you put before them, Lord God. And then their purpose, God, will come forth, Lord. God, let us not get caught up, Lord God, in um, culture and society and transform, God, to, to what the world is calling us to be, Lord God. Let us not get trapped under the, the prescription of someone else's vision for our life, Lord, but let us be freed, God, to see what lies before us, God, and the way that you would call us to see it and the way that we need to see it, God, so that we can make proper decisions for our future, God. God, I I pray, Lord God, that you would help us to be confident, disciplined, and conscientious, Lord God, about the who that we are, God, so that we can stand out for you in this world of everyone who's silent, God. Let us speak the truth in love and be consistent, God, in moving forward with purpose, Lord. God, we thank you, God, for the opportunity to come together, Lord, and God, I would be remiss, Lord, if I did not mention my thankfulness, God, for your son rising up today. And because he rose up today from out of the tomb, God, those of us who have been in a dark place, God, confused about what direction to go in, God, we can stand up and rise up to and move and walk as the standout, the peculiar people, those that choose not to conform that you have called us to be. God, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So you just left them hanging. We got four. We, we did we did have four, but, but <laughs> we, we I, I know we've, we've, hey, we've given them a lot. That just means today. you got to come back because we'll give you five today. next week. Well, today, just just to re- recap real quick, we yeah. started off. We we said, okay, we wanted you to be confident. Yep. That was the first thing that we said. The second thing that, that we said was we need you need to be disciplined, right? You, you needed to be disciplined. And then the third thing that we said was, conscious. you know, we wanted you to be conscious, right? So those are the three things that we said, confidence, discipline, and being conscious of what's going on, what, where you are, your surroundings, all of those things. So with that, 
we got more for you. We got more. We got a whole lot. We got a whole lot. There's like 18 of these bad boys. And we're going to break them all down for you this month. Because at the end of the day, we we want to help you. We want to watch you grow. We want to watch you stand out and stand up and be who God has called you to be. So what I'm going to say is, as always, man, we just we appreciate y'all, man. Yeah. Y'all are pretty awesome to us, man. If you have not already, like, you know, followed us checked out, subscribed, the page, all that good stuff. Make sure you share do that. It. Share. Check us out. We here. Subscribe. You don't want to miss these next 15. It's the Edge Life, y'all. Stand up. Stand out. We'll holla. We'll holla. We're we'll too close to the We're going to push you forward a few steps ahead. It's that Edge Life. Oh, Got to get it in your head. Baby, welcome to the Edge Life.